Hallelujah. God is good all the time. All the time. God is good. That's his nature. Wow. Hallelujah. I believe that you here and those watching at home, you are experiencing God's goodness. Hallelujah. It is well. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. So excited to, and honored to teach the word tonight. Stand behind this holy desk, so to speak. Honored to bring something that's transformative. There's power in the word. There's life in the word. If you have your Bibles, turn to Psalms 24. Thank you, Father. And you can also turn to Luke chapter 2. Luke chapter 2. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, for the word. I'm going to read the prophetic word to you. Didn't, I don't have it up my, my paper tonight, but I pulled it up on my phone. Like you said, you can get it on the app, the church app, a little commercial there. Hallelujah. It says, a new era has begun and more and more signs and wonders will be seen in 2021. For those who heed my voice and obey my words, they'll experience my goodness and my power is never seen or heard. Wow. Think about that. They'll experience my goodness and my power as never seen or heard. You know, I've seen God's goodness in my life. How about you? I've seen God's goodness and I've seen his power. But this you'll see it like you've never seen it before. Mm. Think about that for a moment. See, we, we don't expect it. We won't see it. Hallelujah. Mm. They'll see the fruit of their faithfulness come bursting forth and they'll prosper and flourish like never before. Abundance and overflow, that's what they'll see. I'll bring it to pass because their love and their obedience to me. No longer will their enemy have the upper hand, for my spirit is moving, and outpouring of my power is coming upon the land. My tri- many triumph victories will mark this new era. It's what I plan, so rest in me. Miracle after miracle, that's what I'll do. Decree it and receive it and know that it's true. Refuse to be swayed by what's said in the news. With me on your side, how can you lose? You know, I just think we, we just, we just heard, had a, uh, some instructions tonight, you know, with this and what's happening around us. What, what do we say? It is well. <laughs> it is well. That's what we decree. Amen. So stay with me. Stay with my word. It's faithful and true. I'll bring it to pass and great things I will do. Yes, a new era is here. It's already begun and I'll plan marvelous things for 2021. Abundant overflow is the order of the day. So rest assured it's on its way. Your adversary can't stop what I've already decreed, so stay in faith and get ready to receive. Hallelujah. The adversary can't stop what I've already decreed. 
Now, if you, you think about it, you know, when, when Daniel prayed and he said, and that angel showed up 21 days later, he said, the moment you prayed, the answer was sent. Now, think about it. He, he, he said, your adversary can't stop what I've already decreed, so stay in faith and get ready to receive. See, we need to be constantly looking every day is a receiving day. Every day is a receiving day. I, I'm all, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I have my expectancy that every day is a receiving day. Put your hands out like this and say, today is my receiving day. Amen. Allow no one to discourage you by what they say. Keep looking to me and I'll have my way. Tell my people they'll need to remain strong and stay close to me so they'll not be deceived by their enemy. His attacks will intensify and he'll try to prevail, but my power is greater and it shall not fail. Fear not nor be fretful over whatever shall come. The battle is mine and I've already won. Contrary to what you'll see or what you shall hear, 2021 will be a great year. A year of abundance and overflow. That's my plan and it shall be so. Give God praise for that. Amen. Hallelujah. It shall be so. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Now let's look at the Psalm chapter 24, and this is where I've been on Sundays. It says, Lift up your heads, O ye gates, be ye lifted up, you everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is the King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, even lift them up, you everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is the King of glory? The Lord of hosts. He is the King of glory. So in this, we've seen, we've seen several things in this, but one we need to see is we have to be expectant. Lifting up our heads. Hallelujah. And the King of glory shall come in. And we see that the King of glory, who is this King of glory? He's the Lord Strong and mighty. Meaning he is not without ability. He's strong and he's mighty in battle. Wherever you're at and what you're facing, whatever you might be going through, whatever you might face in the coming days or weeks or months ahead, you gotta realize that your God is mighty in battle. And get this, he is on your side. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, even lift them up, you everlasting doors, and the king of glory shall come in. Meaning, meaning as I'm looking in the right direction, as I'm expecting him, as I draw near to him, what the king of glory comes in. When we draw near to God, what happens? He draws near to us, right? Now let's look at Luke chapter 2. Luke chapter 2. Verse, let's look at verse eight. Since this is Christmas time, we'll read this. And they were in the same country, shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flocks by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them. And they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, fear not, fear, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. 
Now here, this announcement from heaven, this declaration from heaven, this prophetic word from heaven, this heart from heaven, this information from heaven, this revelation from heaven. And what was this revelation? What was, see, the angel was coming with a message and this angel wanted to release a message and the message wasn't just for those that were standing in that field at that point in that time. This wasn't just part of a story that we could see in a Peanuts cartoon. This is way beyond something that we see in a Christmas pageant that we see our kids do on a Sunday morning, the Sunday before Christmas. This is so much more than just a cute story that we talk about, but you have to understand the prophetic word is within this story and within this story, there's something being announced to the world. And what's being announced is this, I bring you good tidings. Meaning I'm bringing you a message of good news. I'm bringing you a message that's something good for you. And it wasn't just for good, good for those that were in the field, but it was something that would not would just bring good. Um, it's not just something that would bring good news, but it was something that good news would produce great joy. Hallelujah. As, as Danny, Danny saying, we put a smile on our face. Why? Because we have. When we have and we receive and we believe in good news, you can't help but have great joy. You see, this is good news that would bring great joy. See, great joy is attached to good news. See, and there's so much news, there's so much information, there's so many things that we get inundated with day in and day out. But I have a message, I'm, I have a message for you. And it was a message that was, came over 2,000 years ago. And the same message is true today. Behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy. Now, as I said, it wasn't just for those that were standing in that field. It wasn't just for those shepherds that were there. But it says that this good news... Of great joy, it says, which shall be to all, all, say all. All. You know what all means in the Greek? All. (laughs) All people. So this message, this good news would bring great joy and it would be for all people. All races. All ethnic groups. Every tribe, every tongue upon the face of the earth that this good news, see, and it's not just for the people that would believe it, but it's for all people. Now, the people that believe it receive it, but it's for all people, whether they believe it or don't believe it. This good news of great joy. You see, when we have a prophetic word, a word that comes from heaven, it brings about great joy. When I read the prophetic word and I read read the logos word and the written word and I go over the written word that becomes revelation in my heart, it, it brings great joy to my life. 
Are there some people in here that have joy tonight? Hallelujah. Bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. So what was this good news? For unto you is born this day in the city of David, a savior, which is Christ the Lord. Now it's interesting. It, he says, the angel said, unto them, he says, for unto you is born this day. See, there's some things that we need to, we need to understand what's already been done. See, it was things that were born on this day, meaning they're not waiting for a day in the future. It wasn't one day in the future. Yes, up to, up to this time, there was some prophets like, like Isaiah chapter 7, verse 14, that talks about that a virgin shall give birth to a child and shall call his name Emmanuel, meaning that was going to be someday in the future that their child was going to be born. Zechariah chapter three tells us that there would be this savior that would come riding on a donkey. That was talking about a, something that would come in the future, something that would come one day. But here we're having something announced from heaven that was something that was this day. So the good news for great joy is not something that we need to wait for in the future, but it's something that we have to possess and receive right now. Unto us is born this day in the city of David, a savior, which is Christ the Lord. Hallelujah. A savior. A savior. Salvation. Salvation. You know, salvation means preservation. It means peace. It means wholeness. It means victory. Unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord, which is the anointed of the Lord, which is when they, when they received that message, which meant the Messiah, the one that they had been longing for and waiting for. Was there. Hallelujah. What great, great, great news that brings great joy. See, there's things that, 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 that we, if we, as we go through this Christmas season, let's not take the season as just being a busy holiday, but let's truly embrace. The gospel that's within the season. There's so much within the Christmas story and things I don't have time to share with tonight. But, but I want you to understand the, the whole aspect of the king of glory shall come in. Now, if, now I know this is just a backdrop and, and there's a door here. And... If this door were to be able to open and I open up this door and I let someone, what do they do? They, they come in. And, and what happens is when someone comes is they, they're coming 
So maybe put it this way. The king of glory coming in. You see, the king of glory coming in is the heart of the father. The king of glory coming in, when he says coming in in Psalm 24, it's talking about coming into the earth, coming into his creation, coming to those that are his own. But understanding the heart of the father within this aspect of the king of glory coming in is, is not just God's desire, but it's, it's, which means it's ultimately it's his heart. And we see this throughout scripture. We, we see it in Psalms chapter, I believe chapter, uh, chapter eight. It says, who is man that you're mindful of him? And who is the son of man that you would visit him and care for him? So the angels in heaven are having this conversation and they're like, kind of like, okay, God, who is this? You make this thing and you call it man. And you actually want to visit it. What is this thing that you created? What is this thing with blood what is this Adam that you created that, that you want to visit it? What is it? What's so great about this thing? And, and, and it, it, why, that you visit, and not that they didn't just say visit, but that you would care for him. I mean, you don't just want to visit, but you want to take care of it. You see, the heart of the father is to visit. But he just doesn't visit just to, to visit. He just doesn't visit to say, I'm in, hey, I'm in the room right now. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Psalm 65 says, you visit the earth and you saturate it with water. It says you greatly enrich it. Zephaniah 2.7 says, for the Lord God shall visit them for their relief and restore them from their captivity. I mean, like I said, he doesn't just visit to just a visit. But he visits to change something. He visits to empower something. He, visits, he visits to transform something. He visits something so it doesn't stay the same. Genesis 50, verse 24, Joseph says, I will die, but God will surely visit you. Now, I love this. It's in Genesis 50, verse 24. You don't need to turn there. He says, but Joseph says, and Joseph is, is someone that understood who God was. His Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob were ones that walked with God. Joseph walked with God through all the different things that he faced, being in the, in the pit, being in the palace, being sold into slavery, being rejected by his family, and all these things. But J- Joseph says, I will die but God will surely visit you and bring you out of this land and into the land that he swore to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And Joseph took an oath and said, he took an oath. I mean, this was so dogmatic on the inside of, uh, of Joseph. He said, he took an oath and he said this, that God will surely visit you. So all of a sudden now, Joseph is now saying that he, he now it's covenant. 
It's covenant that God wants to visit you. I could go a lot of different directions, but, but, but I want you to see the heart of the Father is to visit you. Let's go to Matthew chapter 1. Matthew chapter 1. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Verse 21, it says, And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, or Savior. For he shall save his people from their sins. He will. Now all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child and shall bring forth a son. And they and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is being interpreted as God with us. So the, the prophetic word, the word that Isaiah gave in Isaiah 7.14. That's what's saying it had to be fulfilled. And it's saying that, that the woman will give birth to a child and call his name Jesus. And, and then it goes in and says to fulfill this prophecy. And says, that, and says that his name shall be called, his name shall be Emmanuel. God with us. God with us. The king of glory would be with us. Now, just with that thought in mind that we have a savior that's already come and he is Emmanuel. He is God with us. Man, it is well. The king of glory shall come in. Why? Because he is Emmanuel. He's God with us. And this is, this is beyond just a name. Pastor Phil, this is beyond just a name. It's beyond just a name that we could sing about or just, just throw, throw out. It's, it's a name. It's not just a name, but it's, it's his heart. It's his It's his heart. So when I declare the name Emmanuel, I'm not just declaring his name, but I'm declaring his heart. And his heart is for him to be with us. He's a God that's for us. He's a God that's with us. And I'm so grateful he's a God that's with us, in us. Hallelujah. God is not, God's desire is not just to be a segment of our life but his desire is to be the center of our life. He's not just a thing in our life. He desires to be the thing in our life. His desire is to have personal relationship with his creation. Since the beginning, his desire has always been to be with his creation, to be with us. 
Thank you, Father. Go to Luke chapter 1. Luke chapter 1. God with us. Thank you, Father. Mm, Thank you, Jesus. I want you to know God's with you. Whether you feel him or not, he's with you. We don't go by what we feel. I don't go by goosebumps. I go by the word. I go by my faith in his name. One of his names is Emmanuel. He's God with us. Thank you, Father. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Let's look at verse 68 first. It says, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people. Amplified says, Blessed, praise, and extolled, and thank be the Lord, the God of Israel. Because, meaning I, I, I should be praising, God should be praised. God should be worshiped. God should be exalted. God should be thanked. Why? Because the God of Israel, because he has come and he's brought deliverance and redemption to his people. See, remember, he, he just doesn't visit, but he visits with the intention to do something. What God bless, praise be God who visits and redeems his people. He bought you and I. He purchased you and I. He purchased our healing. He purchased our prosperity. He purchased your deliverance. He purchased your strength. He purchased everything for you and I as believers. Let's look at verse 78. Thank you, Father. Actually, let's look at verse 76. And thou, child, shall be called the prophet of the highest. For thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways. To give knowledge of salvation unto his people by the remission of their sins. And through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us. The day spring. (laughs) The day spring on high has visited us. Amplified says, because of and through the heart of tender mercy and love and kindness of our God, a light from on high will dawn upon us and visit us. Now listen to that. Because the heart and tender mercy of our God. Hallelujah. Because God loves you, Joseph. Because God loves you, Adrian. Because God loves you, Rachel. Because God loves you, Patricia. Because God loves you, Joe. Because of his tender mercy, because of his tender mercy, because of his love towards us. Hallelujah. It says that God, it says our God, a light from on high will dawn upon us and visit us. Hallelujah. It's because of his great love wherewith he loved us. Lamentations three tells us, it says, because of his his, his compassions fail not. It goes in and says his mercies are new every morning. Hallelujah. 
And it says, because of his love for us, it says, this light, this day spring has shown up, has visited us. But it doesn't, doesn't stop there. It says, it does something. What does this light do? It says, to give light to them that sit in darkness. Wow. To give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death. And to guide our feet into a way of peace. Meaning this, this light, this, this light, this visitation that's coming, this savior that's coming, this Jesus that has come, this light that has visited us does what? To, to give us, give light to those that sit in darkness and to guide our feet into a way of peace. I don't know where you might be right now, but I want you to know. If you might be sitting in darkness, you might have darkness all around you, but I want, to, want you to know that light has dawned. I want you to know that you may be confused right now. You may be unsure about a lot of things, but I want you to know that through this visitation of Jesus, that he guides our feet into a way of peace. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Now let's go to verse 49. I know I'm kind of skipping around, but I'm just following what's in my heart tonight. Thank you, Father. This is Mary's song. It says, For he who is almighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. For he who is almighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. You know, throughout this, this time and in season, one thing the Lord just was talking to me about today was know the, the power of my name. Understand the power of my name. Mary was giving praise and, and declared that he is almighty and she declares that he did great things for her and and. She says, holy is his name. So when we talk about Emmanuel, don't just think of it as a name we use around Christmas. But realize he's with me. When I declare the name Jesus, I'm not just declaring just a, a, another name. I'm declaring my Savior. Just for a moment, I, I want to go through a few scriptures and, and, and just for a moment, just as we go through this, because we talk about let the king of glory come in. Let's just go to a few scriptures. Go to Psalms 105. I don't have too much more here, but. Psalms 105. Verse 1. It says, Go give thanks unto the name. Call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the people. Sing unto him. Sing psalms unto him. Talk ye of all his wonderful works. Glory ye in his holy name. How often have you just thought in, about the name Jesus? How often have you just sat and just meditated 
He is Jehovah Rapha, my healer. How often have you, you thought and just meditated on Emmanuel, God's with us? He's the king of glory. How many of you sat and just thought, he's the king of glory? He's the king of glory. He's the Lord strong and mighty. That's what it means. It says, glory ye in his name. Let the heart of them rejoice that seek the Lord. Seek the Lord in his strength. Seek his face evermore. Remember his marvelous works that he has done, his wonders and judgments of his mouth. Let's go to Psalms 111. Psalms 111. Thank you, Father. Verse 4. It says, He hath made his wonderful works to be remembered. The Lord is gracious and full of compassion. He hath given meat unto them that fear him. He will ever be mindful of his covenant. He has shown his people the power of his works, that he may give them the heritage of the heathen. The works of his hands are verity and judgment. All his commandments are sure. They stand fast forever and ever and are done in truth and uprightness. He sent redemption unto his people. He hath commanded his covenant forever. Holy and revealed, revered is his name. Can we read that scripture again? Verse 9. He sent redemption unto his people. That's us. <laughs> Who's he talking about in this? He's, he's talking about us. He, he, uh, in this time when they're writing this, this, he hadn't sent redemption yet. The only redemption they had is what could come through the blood of a, uh, a, a goat or the blood of the, the, a sacrifice of an animal. Here, and he's saying, he goes, he goes, he sent redemption unto his people. And it says, he commanded his covenant forever. And holy and revered is his name. Hallelujah. And I believe that's what Mary was declaring. I believe that was Mary was declaring and, and talking about the marvelous works. I believe Mary understood this, this verse. I believe Mary was speaking from the perspective of this verse because she talked about marvelous are his works. Talk of his works. What did she say? She said, she goes, she, she talked about he is almighty and he has done great things for me. And what did she say? And holy is his name. I believe Mary was doing Psalms 111. Mm. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Let's go to Malachi chapter 1. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Malachi chapter 1. Hallelujah. Verse 11 says, For from the rising of the sun, even unto the going down of the same, my name shall be great among the Gentiles. 
And in every place incense shall be offered unto my name and a pure offering. For my name shall be great among the heathen, says the Lord of hosts. My name will be great. Just know I've covered a lot of scriptures tonight. I know I've covered and gone different directions tonight. But my heart for us in this season is understanding how amazing he is, how wonderful he is in the fact that he is with us. Holy is his name. Great is his name. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Go to, go to John chapter 1. I'll get there in a minute and I'll close with this. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Holy is his name. Just start thanking him for his name. Praising him for his name. Hallelujah. Declare who he is by declaring his name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Before I read John 1, in 2 Thessalonians, you can just write this down. 2 Thessalonians 1, verse 12. It says that the name of our Lord Jesus Christ may be glorified in you. Now, it's interesting. It didn't say that you may glorify the name of Jesus. It just says that the name of our Lord Jesus Christ may be glorified in you and you in him. According to the grace of our God and the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. That the name of our Lord Jesus might be glorified in you and you in him. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Let me close with this. Verse 12 of John chapter 1. It says, but as many as received him. Who's him? Emmanuel, the King of glory, our Savior. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. Even to them that believe on his name. Nothing, but as many, but as many as received him to them, he gave the power now, but as many as received him to them, gave he the power to become the sons of God. I want you to know if you've received him, 
You aren't one day or someday soon. You are a son of God. But as many as received him to them, gave he the power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. See, when we believe on his name, we step into who we are. See, that's what's so amazing about the bringing you good tidings of great joy that are for all people. The good news of great joy for all people is when we believe in this gift that was sent, that we would become the sons of God. That as we would believe on his name, it would transition us out of one kingdom into another kingdom. The power to become sons of God to those that believe on his name. Verse 13 says, which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man. Meaning, meaning you became a son of God, not because of natural birth. You didn't become a son of God because of what skin color you are. Or what nation you were born into. You were born as son of God, not because of blood, nor the will of the flesh. Meaning there was nothing in your flesh that you could do to earn it, to do it. There's nothing that you could do in yourself to even will it. Nor of the will of man, but the will of God. Meaning I became a son of God, not because of who I was born to, not because I earned it in the flesh or not because man made it available, but because of the will of God. Meaning it was God's will for me, Adrian, to be a son of God. I was born a son of God, not based on my will or my ability but on my ability to my my ability to receive God with us. Verse fourteen. And the Word. Let me read thirteen again. Which was born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of the will of God. And the Word was made flesh, and dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory. The king of glory. We beheld his glory. The glory of the only begotten of the father. Full of grace and truth. Thank you father. Father I thank you for your word tonight. I thank you for the good tidings of great joy. That you've made available for each one of us. I thank you that you are the king of glory. The Lord that's strong and mighty. And father we believe in you. And we have faith in this name. And as we have faith in this name, as we honor this name, as we glory in this name, I thank you, Lord. We rest in the fact that we are sons and daughters of God. And because we're sons and daughters of God, we're free. Because we're sons and daughters of God, we are righteous. 
because we're sons and daughters of God, we have a right to be healed, a right to be whole, a right to prosper, a right to wisdom, a right to be above only and not to be beneath, the right to be blessed coming in and blessed going out, the right to have wisdom, the right to know what to do, the right to hear the voice of the good shepherd and not follow a stranger's voice. So Father, I thank you that as believers, we welcome everything made available with this sonship. And we rejoice in this. We rejoice in the fact that you've, you visited us to give us access into your kingdom. And we rejoice in it tonight. And I thank you for healing in bodies, prospering bank accounts. I thank you that those that are lost, our children that are lost, I thank you they're coming in because we have covenant rights. And we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Do you receive this word tonight? Well, give him a shout of praise for his word. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, Nikki.